Hello, welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For years, I improvised a new bedtime story for my children every night. Now, we would like to share the recordings of the best of those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my stories for wonderful children. in a very special house called many special rooms. One day, Onella woke up in her pink and blue room, and she stared at the ceiling. It was a Saturday, so she did not have to get up, and it was a Saturday on which she had nothing planned. She had not heard anything about any frost fairies in quite some time. She had not received any requests for help from Fliberty Gibbet or from the chocolate bat. She looked out the window. It was a beautiful spring morning with flowers budding on the trees. She was laying in bed thinking, I am terribly afraid you know one that I, I am like going spring. to be bored. You know what? You know why I don't like spring? Why? Here's a line from a song I made up. Actually, this is the whole, the whole song is. It is spring and the bees are falling, spring and the bees are falling, spring and the bees are falling. Oh, I hate bees. I don't like bees. Only thing I like about bees is that they pollinate flowers. That's good. It's because there are a lot of bees. I hate bees. You know what? Bees will not bother you unless you bother them. Really, the only thing that will bother you if you're not bothering it is a yellow jacket. What? Yellow jackets. Yellow jackets will sting you just for the fun of it. But bees will leave you alone unless you yellow step jackets? on Yellow mm-hmm. jackets? What a yellow jacket? How can I recognize one? I'll show you one next time I see one. See one? They live in holes in the ground, for starters. Of course, we'll never... Be able to f- tell if a worm dug one or a bee dug one. Well, if you see, bees don't dig holes. Bees live in hives. Yellow jackets live in holes. So if you see something flying in and out of a hole, that's a yellow jacket. In any case, Manella was lying in her bed, pondering what she could do that day to keep from being bored. She thought about going over to her friend Tracy's house. Then she remembered that Tracy was gone on spring break to visit her grandma in Texas. She could not play with Tracy. She thought about going to the house on the other side, her grandma's house, and seeing what her grandma and grandpa were up to. But then she remembered that her grandma and grandpa were on vacation to Florida. So she lay in bed thinking, she thought, maybe I'll take Joey and we can go for a little flight. But I guess I better get dressed first. So she got up and she got dressed. And she had some breakfast. Her breakfast was milk and eggs and bacon and muffins. And she had finished up her breakfast and decided that she would go downstairs and see Mesa or Figment. 
She had not seen May Seraphigment in some time because she'd been so busy with other things, but she thought that since today was a quiet sort of day, perhaps she'd go visit her and see how she was. So she went down into the basement, and she knocked on May Seraphigment's door, and she heard a sort of snorting, scrabbling kind of noise. And so she opened the door and went in, and she was rather surprised to see that the dragon that was in the room was smaller than May Seraphigment, and it was not purple. It was green. And Vanella said, Who are you? Eat me. And the dragon looked at her, and it said, I'm Tresella. I am May Seraphigment's substitute. She's sick today. And Vanella said, Substitute? Dragons don't have substitutes. Teachers have substitutes, but dragons don't have substitutes. Well, this one... And she said, well, shows how much you know about dragons. Of course we have substitutes. Otherwise, who would be here? Who would be here to take care of things? Well, my Sarah is off at the doctor. The dragon doctors? Well, yes, of course the dragon doctor, said Trisella. What other kind of doctor would a dragon go to? Nella shrugged. She said, so what do you do while you're substituting for Maysara Figment? Well, said Trisella, I grant wishes if you have a wish that needs granted. Nella said, I don't have any wishes that need granted today. See, said Trisella, well, I can toast things if you have anything that needs toasted. Nella said, no thanks, I already had breakfast. And Trisella said, well, what else does May Sarah Figment do while she's here during the day? And Wanella said, you know, I don't really know what she does. She said, what's wrong with her anyway? Trisella sighed. She said, I'm afraid she has the dragon pox. The dragon pox, said Wanella. Is that serious? Trisella shook her head. Not usually. It really itches, though. The doctor will give her some medicine. She should be better by tomorrow. I see, said Vanella. Well, okay. She turned and started walking back up the stairs. She saw, heard a noise behind her, and she turned and looked and saw that Trisella was following her. What are you doing, said Vanella. Following you, said Trisella. May Sarah Figman always stays in her room, said Vanella. Well, I'm not May Sarah Figman, said Trisella. I'm her substitute, and that room is getting boring. Oh, said Vanella. Well, if you don't have to stay there... Would you like to come up to my treehouse? I was thinking about going out. Sure, said Trisella. So Nella went out in the backyard, and Trisella followed her. Nella got on her swing and swung back and forth, back and forth, and she was getting ready to press the button for the first time when Trisella said, What are you doing? I thought we were going up in your treehouse. Nella said, Well, that's how I get up there. And Trisella said, Oh, is that all? And she grabbed Winella right off the swing under her arm, and with two big flaps of her wings, she landed up on the treehouse and put Winella down. I, uh, well, that thank was you. Dumb. Thank you, said Winella. Could have just asked for that in the first place. Trisella said, Sure. Winella went inside. She said, Would you like some tea? Trisella said, No. Winella said, Lemonade? Trisella said, no. She said, don't you do anything in your treehouse but drink? 
And Ronella said, well, sometimes we play checkers. And Tricella said, okay. Well, why don't you get out the checkerboard? Candy we checkers. can play checkers. I love candy checkers. As soon as you get someone else's piece, you can eat it. Hmm. And you have to get new playing pieces every time. Hmm. So fun. There's also chocolate chess. Well, now we'll learn to that in Candyland. Well, that's what they did. They played candy checkers. Trisella got the Oreo cookie pieces. And Winella got the tree, the uh, tag-along pieces. What are tag-alongs? Tag-alongs are those chocolate peanut butter cookies, the Girl Scout cookies that Mommy had a couple weeks ago before you ate all of them. Anyway, they played, and Winella won, which was good because she really liked Oreos. And as she ate Trisella's last Oreo, Trisella said, Okay, well, that was fun. She said, I'm tired now. I'm going to go take a nap. And she flew down from the treehouse and went back into the house. Whoever wins gets to eat all of our pieces, plus the other teams. Well, Winella decided that she was going to climb down. How do you play that game? It's just like normal, except when a piece is out, then the person who made it out gets to eat it. We can show you how to play checkers sometime soon if you remind us during the day. Oh, learn too. Okay. Well, Manila went down into the yard, and she looked around. She thought that perhaps she would try picking some flowers. Of course, it was early spring, so the only flowers that were in bloom were the dandelions. So she looked around for a dandelion. She saw there was only one that was in bloom. There weren't any of them that had become white puffballs yet. There was just one that was yellow. She walked over to it, and she tried to pick it. The dandelion didn't pick. It was too tough for her. She thought, this is very strange. Dandelions are very fragile. They always just pick right off. So she bent down, and she put both hands onto it, and she pulled with all her might, and the dandelion just barely budged. And she thought, fine, I'm going to dig it out. So she went into the garage, she got out the shovel, and she raised the shovel up above the dandelion, and she slammed it down into the dirt, and jumped up and down on it, and the blade of the shovel went down a little bit in the dirt, and then it hit something with a clang. And when I thought, clang? What goes clang? There's no part of a dandelion that should go clang. So she kind of scooped some... Scooped some of the dirt away, and she could see that there was something metal underneath the dandelion, and the dandelion seemed to be attached to it. Hmm, said Vanilla. Maybe this isn't a dandelion at all. And she bent down, and she could see that there was sort of a little uh, sort of crevice where she could fit her hand in around the metal, and so she put her hand in, and she pulled up on it, and there was a click, and a whole sort of slab of earth raised up part with the dandelion on it, all around the dandelion. And she was looking down into a small space. A light came on, and Ronella could see stairs leading down. She looked around, she thought, hmm. She climbed down the stairs, 
and she found herself in a room about the size of her bedroom. And the room was stocked with all sorts of interesting things. And one of the things that it was stocked with was a periscope. We all recognized it for what it was. A periscope, something where you looked in, and it showed you something that was up above you, like submarines had. Except when Ella figured this periscope must be for looking at her yard. So she raised the periscope and she looked around the yard. And she didn't really see anything. But she thought, well, this could be useful. This would be great for spying on Wally. And she looked around the little room. She thought, I wonder how this got here. And I wonder whether somebody is using it to spy on me. She kind of sniffed around the room, but it didn't smell like goblins. And she looked at some of the things around the room. She saw that there was food and things to drink. There were headphones and other things that you might use for spying. Now I thought, I think somebody is using this room to spy on me. She says, I think I'm going to spy on the spy and find out who they are. And she came up with a plan. And she went inside her house to set her plan in motion. And tomorrow night, I will tell you what she did. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's show, but questions and running commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and our wonderful logo was designed by Silas Swindelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the show, please tell them about it. Do you want more stories? You can now subscribe to the show and help pick a new story for me to tell every month. The show's website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.